Today we're talking with Adriana from Budget Bee Financial about bookkeeping for photographers. Adriana is a certified bookkeeper, tax professional, and financial coach. She helps business owners take control of their finances, minimize their tax liability, and maximize their profits with tax and accounting strategies. Adriana is fueled by her passion for providing knowledge and seeing her clients reach their financial goals and improving their money mindset. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely need a little help from someone who actually knows numbers because numbers definitely are not my strong suit. I think you're going to enjoy this one. Welcome to the Capture the Chaos Photography Podcast. My name is Brittany Renee. I'm a family and newborn photographer and your future photography BFF and cheerleader. I'm pulling back the curtain to show you what it looks like to run a full-time photography business. We talk about the business side and the heart of photography. Right now, your business probably feels like confetti on the floor after a birthday session. A bit of a mess. Your life is busy, chaotic, and it is filled with joy. If you're ready to build a business that fits into that wonderful life, you're in the right place. Throw in a load of laundry, pour yourself some coffee or a glass of wine, I'm not judging, and edit some photos. Let's get ready to grow. Hi, Adriana. Can you introduce yourself to everyone? Tell us what you do, who you are, everything about you. Yes. Hi. I'm excited. Um, my name is Adriana. I am the owner of Budget B Financial and Tax Services. Um, I pretty much help business owners um, get to six figures with accounting and um, tax strategies. And I do a little bit of financial coaching as well. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I've been working with you for the last year. We can kind of talk about that later as, as a way, because I know you're <laughs> going to get into that a little bit, but you have been so very helpful for me. So I'm really excited for you to share all of your, your knowledge with everybody. So what are you, what knowledge do you want to share with us today? Yeah. So I want to go over bookkeeping and the importance of bookkeeping. Um, and then just kind of touch on that. So I do want to start off on what is bookkeeping, because I know that not a lot of um, business owners that are starting up know what bookkeeping is exactly. So bookkeeping is more um, of the process of recording your business financial transactions into organized transactions, right? So pretty much just categorizing your transactions that you do with, with uh, your business. Um, and putting them into separate buckets. So this is how much I spent, for example, right? This is um, how much I spent in rent, advertising, marketing, um, and subscriptions and supplies, just things in, in that nature, right? So just categorizing your transactions um, and keeping good records of your transactions, which also involves receipts, right? So make sure you keep your receipts, Um and bookkeeping is an essential part of your business for a few reasons. So when you keep a transaction, your transactions records updated, you can generate financial reports that help you measure your business performance. Um, you'll be able to better understand how your business runs financially by doing so, right? Because you'll be able to know exactly where your money is going, where it's coming from, and just make those better business decisions based on your cash flow and, and how you are spending your, your money as a business owner. Um, but yeah, detailed records will also be handy when you help, uh, or when, when you file your taxes every year and, um, also in the event of a tax audit, which is probably one of the most important, um, reasons on why to do bookkeeping. So I'm not sure if you know this, Brittany, but you know that the IRS can scrap your return if you don't have proper record keeping. I didn't so, know that. 
Yeah. (laughs) And not a lot of people do. So what that means is let's say that you are writing off all of your business expenses, um, but you're not keeping your receipts or you're not keeping proper bookkeeping. Um, And, you know, God forbid you happen to get audited um, and the IRS is requesting for, for that information. Well, let's say that you didn't do your proper bookkeeping. Um, you don't have the proper uh, record keeping the receipts or anything like that. The IRS, when auditing, they could be like, well, you know what? You don't have any of these transactions or the receipts or anything to prove that these are business expenses. Um, we're going to do what we call scrapping a return, which means that um, you're not going to be able to take advantage of any of these write-offs. So let's say you, yes, <laughs> let's say you earn $100,000 in your business and you have $40,000 worth of um, write-offs and deductions. Well, they could scrap the return and you're going to have to pay taxes on the full $100,000. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why it's so important to keep your books up to date. When you say bookkeeping, you just mean like, like keeping on an Excel spreadsheet, just like having documentation of it. Is that what you mean by that? Yes. Yes. Which, which that's a great question. So yes. So doing your bookkeeping, you could do it multiple ways, right? So, um, you could do it yourself. Um, when, so let's say you're just starting off, you are not ready to invest in a bookkeeping software or to outsource, you could do something as simple as just an Excel. Um, and then you could enter your transactions, right? Line by line on that Excel and just kind of categorize them, have them categorized in that sense, which could be a lot of work. But if you're starting off, you don't have that many transactions, it could work for you, right? Until you get to the point where you either need to outsource or you need to um, look into getting a bookkeeping software where everything is more um, synced and um Automized, right? So when looking into a bookkeeping software, um, my number one, the one that I absolutely love is QuickBooks. I know that not a lot of uh, people are fans of QuickBooks, but I truly do love QuickBooks. Um, but why? Why do you think people are not fans of QuickBooks? Like, why is that? Why? Because they QuickBooks is more of. I would say it's a little more complex than one thinks. So Mm -hmm. with QuickBooks, it is important for you to look at the training videos that they have to offer for you to do your bookkeeping. Um, And I feel like that's why a lot of people aren't really a fan of QuickBooks (laughs) online. (laughs) (laughs) Because they have to do work in order to use it. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So, um, but there's other also bookkeeping softwares that I would recommend. So outside of QuickBooks would be Xero. Um, Xero is actually spelled X E. RO. Um, and Zero is another good bookkeeping software. And then um, FreshBooks. Um, so those would be the three bookkeeping softwares I would recommend. Um, of course, I would still look at just videos on how, on all of them, right? On how to do your bookkeeping properly. Um, but those would be the bookkeeping softwares that I, that I would recommend. I, uh, I use, you know, I use QuickBooks, you know that, <laughs> and I really like it. Um, yeah. But I have been using QuickBooks self-employed mm-hmm. and I, it's better doing that than it was the previous years where I had like very bad bookkeeping. So it is better, but I am finding that I can't like itemize it quite as much as I wanted to for my taxes. So I yeah. still had to go through and kind of like my Amazon purchases for once where they all went into materials and supplies, but I had to 
you know, I had to separate them mm-hmm. into like what is props and what is like computer equipment. And so yeah. what is there a different version of it that I could use to make it a little yeah. easier? Yes, there is. I'm glad that you brought that up. So QuickBooks has many different tiers. Um, so they have the self-employed one, which if I, I can't remember from the top of my head, but I want to say that the self-employed one is um, the most um, affordable one. Now, QuickBooks now overall- $15 a month or something like that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. It's, it's not that expensive. QuickBooks overall, it's not that expensive. So um, I know that they have the self-employed one and then they have- Another one that's the essentials. The essentials is more popular. Um, With that one, you're able to do a little more. So with each tier that QuickBooks offers, you're able to do a little more than what you can with the previous tier. So maybe you should look into the essentials. It it is going to be a little more pricier. I want to say it's probably like $30 if you get, um, I know that they have like a 50% off for three months when you sign up. Um, but since you currently already have QuickBooks, I'm not sure if it would transfer over. Um, but I know that typically the essentials is roughly around $55 um, a month without mm-hmm. any promotions. And, um, but I know that one's really, really good. And you're able to split those transactions. So if you have an Amazon transaction and it's 50 bucks, but $25 of it is for props and the other $25, let's just say it's like office supplies, mm-hmm. you'll be able to go in and split the transaction to properly do your bookkeeping that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so those are the softwares. Now, um, when you want to outsource, because your other option is outsourcing to a professional, right? Um, your, your bookkeeping. Right. Now, I wouldn't recommend outsourcing your um, your bookkeeping until you're you're ready, right? So a lot of people they ask me like, when is when is the right time for me to outsource to a professional? Well, honestly, when you find that you yourself aren't doing your bookkeeping properly, when you keep on putting your bookkeeping off right every month. <laughs> me. You're just like, I'll do it next month. I'll do yeah. it next month. And then at the end of the year, you're just like, oh my God, I have eight months worth of bookkeeping to complete for me to do my taxes. Right. Yeah. Um. So, or just if you just get a headache, right. Just thinking about doing your, your own financials. I say I, that's whatever. I'm just like, you know what, go ahead and outsource your bookkeeping. And, um, you don't have to make a certain amount to outsource your bookkeeping. Um, so that is something that I, I stress about too. So with, with me, which we'll talk a little bit about later, right. I have different tiers of bookkeeping myself, just because I think it's so important to also, um, cater to the startup companies, because I would hate, to see just, you know, you're starting up and then your books are a mess and then you get audited and you're just like, you know what? I just don't want to do my business anymore. I don't want to run my business anymore because this is just overwhelming so hard. And so, yeah. Well, and especially as creatives, like typically (laughs) we're not very numbers driven, you know, like whenever you talk about bookkeeping and like all these like businessy things, people are like, no, I don't want to. And so I think, you know, like, outsourcing something where you're just not strong at gives you more energy for the things that you are good at. And then also keeps peace of mind. Like I I have said this many times on the podcast that I I got bad tax advice at the beginning of my business and um, I paid for it. I really did pay for it. 
but also then I kind of was like living in this fear going back. I'm like, oh my gosh, like what if something happens and I get audited or whatever? And it was just like this, like not in my stomach at all times. And I didn't want to grow and I didn't want to move forward. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't, I, I was fearful, honestly. And then, you know, paying someone else to do it, or, you know, just like taking time to make sure your books are in order, like relieves that, that, that fear stress. and that stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's so important on something. If you want, if you want to grow a business and you want to like move forward in your photography business, then it's so important to like get these little I know they're not fun for us who are creative and artsy, but I'm sure it's really fun for you looking at numbers. Do you like numbers? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I I freaking love it. And it's so funny because, <laughs> because cool. ever since I was young, <laughs> ever since I was young, I was so into numbers and finance and um just, you know, grow as I grew up, just that that love honestly just kind of grew too. Um, and, but this is something that I always say, Brittany, is you take classes, you take courses, right, to perfect your craft, but mm-hmm. not a lot of these classes and courses touch on how to run a business properly right. on the financial side, the importance of bookkeeping, they don't talk about the uh, taxes, right, income taxes, or, yeah. you know, just things like that. So um, that's the reason why I also started my business was because whenever I was working in corporate America, so to give you guys a little, you know, I probably should have mentioned this in my intro, but <laughs> I have, I, know, I have, so my background, I um, have 10 years, a little over 10 years of um, experience in the financial industry. And for the past six years, I worked specifically with, with um, small businesses. Well, when I was working in corporate America, I was working um, side by side with with small businesses and um, there, you know, there was a lot of small businesses that were struggling on on this side, right? On the financial side of running a business. They were doing amazing within their craft, but on the financial side, it was just so difficult and hard for them to understand because like I mentioned, they there's not a lot of courses and classes, right? That really touch on this. So right. I mean that's that's why I started my podcast, you know, is for the business side of things for photographers. Cause I know so many really, really good photographers and they are not good at business. <laughs> no, and yeah, and you see that a lot in in the business side. So that's the reason why I started my business was because I want to be able to help and give out that knowledge to business owners so they could, you know, grow and do what they love. Yeah. So I have some questions about DIY bookkeeping and things like that and taxes and stuff like that before we get into like more of the outsourcing and like how to work with you. Yes. Okay. Two questions that have been burning in my head. (laughs) One, I know you can, um, or I think you can, I've heard this is true that you can pay your kids to do work for you for your business. And that is a tax write off and they're able to, um, you know, like put, you know, earn money essentially Mm -hmm. and help your business. So what can you tell me about that? Yes. So that's, um, I like to say a slippery slope. So (laughs) absolutely do that. Yes. You can absolutely pay your kids. Um, it would be a tax write-off on the business. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you can pay them up to a certain amount, um, which it is up to the standard deduction. So for 2023, I'm, I'm going to double check really quick because um, they did change it for 2023, what the okay. standard deduction is. Oh, so, so this could change. Oh, it's a standard. Yeah, okay, go ahead. The yeah. standard deduction. Yeah, it could definitely change. So for 2023, and it changes like 
possibly every year, right? Mm -hmm. So the standard deduction it for single, so if you're filing single, which your kids should, right, essentially, quote unquote, be filing single, mm -hmm. the standard deduction is um, three, th sorry, 13,850 for single. So it went up. It used to be like so it went up. Right? It went up by $12,000. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's a lot. Yeah, wow. It is a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. So with, um, you could pay your child up to the standard deduction. Um, so one, they don't have to pay taxes, mm -hmm. um, on the money that they earned. And two, like you mentioned, it can be a tax write-off, um, mm -hmm. on the business now to kind of break it down a little more. Um, every state is different mm -hmm. because one, um, every state has not every state. Cause for example, Texas doesn't have state income taxes, but there's mm -hmm. other states that do have state income taxes. So you need to take a look at, at those uh, requirements as well. Um, and then every state does have labor laws. So you want to make sure that you follow through those labor laws as well. Right. Um, and then probably the most important one is that you have to pay your child a reasonable salary. So mm -hmm. for example, you can't pay your five-year-old, um, you know, a thousand dollars every month because what, what honestly can, can they be <laughs> doing right to earn yeah. the thousand dollars every month. So, mm -hmm. um, that's just, you know, so I, I'll give you an example with my son. I have an eight year old son and, um, this year I waited until he turned eight to start paying him. So mm -hmm. this year he does little tasks for me. So for example, if it's filing, right. Filing, going through my filing cabinet and filing. Um, if he, if I just need assistance with cleaning, right. The office, he could clean the office, but mm -hmm. just little tasks that he's able to do. My eight-year-old can't sit there and complete his people's tax return. Right. So can't? <laughs> I don't know. My ear might, might be able to, honestly, yeah. he's really wicked good with numbers. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Don't talk to me. You do my bookkeeping. Yeah. I won't do that. Yeah. So, you know, so, um, and he honestly, the way that my son is, he can't really do data entry either because yeah. he's just so young, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking like, I never really give him any screen time. He barely knows how to handle a computer. And <laughs> So he can't do any data entry. So I just pay him, honestly, minimum wage for the hour that he helps me a day or every other day or whenever I need the help. So yes. you just like really gave me, okay. So for photographers, one thing I was thinking about is having my, my, he's almost nine, but mm -hmm. go to sessions with me and do behind the scenes filming and just be my like assistant yeah. is one thing. Cause I have photographers come with me and mm -hmm. do behind the scenes. I'm like, why can't he, he's good at that. Yeah. And then he wants to start a YouTube channel. And I, when he was five, he asked me to start a YouTube channel. And I was like, when you're 10, um, <laughs> just throwing a, a number out there mm -hmm. and, um, don't, he has not forgotten. Um, and That's I'm not, I'm not against him having a YouTube channel because, you know, as a small business owner, I know that there's a lot more that goes into it than just playing video games and posting it on the internet. Like if he wants to like actually build like some kind of career out of this, I'm okay with it. I don't love it, but and I was like, I want to start a YouTube channel for my podcast, you know, like do the podcast and the video. So I was, yeah. yeah. I was like, you know what? He can manage if he wants to do it. He needs to learn how to do it. So I'm like, he can manage my yeah, there you go. Absolutely. And yeah. so you could definitely do that, right? Mm -hmm. So there's just a lot, like I mentioned, a lot of little requirements that mm -hmm. yeah. you definitely have to look into before you do that. Um, and then proper 
documentation. So documentation is so, so, so important. You need to track his hours that he's working with you. Um, How would you do that? Just simple Excel. Excel is my best friend, let me tell you. So um, (laughs) yeah, just as simple as Excel and you could put the date, um, what he did when he helped you and how much you paid him for that day. Or right, if you pay him hourly, just put the how many hours he works and write the pay rate. So just documentation, again, documentation is key. So with everything, you want to make sure that you document, 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 because if you do happen to get audited, so by paying your children, that is um, a little, I'm not going to say a red flag, but it does kind of just alert the IRS. And so it would, you know, okay. So we do turbo tax with my taxes. Um, would it move us up to like a medium risk of being audited? It would, it would definitely move you up. Mm-hmm. Okay. I might reconsider it then. Cause I just don't even want to risk it. Yeah. So <laughs> audited, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> no, but if you're doing everything properly, right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the thing, right. I know that being audited is so scary, but yeah. if you are doing everything properly, you shouldn't be scared of an audit because you're able to prove everything with bookkeeping, <laughs> with documentation, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it, it should be fine. If you do happen to get audited with again profit I, and I know it's so scary the thought the but unknown again, you know yeah, like yes. I've never done it I've never had it happen mm-hmm. so I'm like I and just it sounds fearful. it sounds so scary too you know like the IRS to a oh, lot of people it just sounds so scary but um again if you're doing everything the way you're supposed to there there shouldn't be that fear and mm-hmm. believe it or not state auditors are more tough than IRS auditors oh, okay yeah cool. So, yeah, but yeah, so that's what I have to say when it comes to hiring your kid, just make sure, write documentation and look at the child labor laws and make sure you're paying them, um, properly. So you're not, you know, because my, I'll tell, I'll be honest with you. My, my son isn't going to make the 13,000 this year and it's okay that I'm not take you know, taking the full, but you know, and then just to kind of touch on that. So his wages, I did open a Roth IRA for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is also now at eight, he is now investing in, in his retirement account. And that's, what's like really enticing about it is cause you know, I want to give my kids savings anyway. And so like, it's kind of like killing, kill, I hate that's that saying killing two birds with one stone, but I'm doing two good things at the same time. Yeah. I'm getting my expense my expenses up, I guess. And then also I'm giving something to my kids. So that is, it's really enticing to think about. And I, I know a lot of people don't know about this. And so Mm -hmm. while this episode wasn't about paying your kids, I just thought it was really interesting, (laughs) but okay. So, and the other question I wanted to know or ask is what would you as a bookkeeper, how would you suggest keeping track of our receipts? Cause I do a lot of online stuff, like a lot of online buying. And I just kind of is I might get in trouble but I just kind of fl- green flag I'm like this is a receipt like I don't know what yeah. to do with them <laughs> no that's a great question so you use QuickBooks so um download the QuickBooks app and you're able to store the receipts within QuickBooks okay. um and that but, would be cloud-based yeah. yeah so that would be cloud-based mm-hmm. so I feel like when I did that like because you can like email the receipt to QuickBooks right like the, to that like 
right? You're you like, could either email it. Yeah. So there's different ways you could do it. So if you log on, you can, um, if you log on, on the computer, on the website, mm-hmm. you could attach it through, through your computer. If you have the receipt, you could just screenshot it. Since you do a lot of online purchases, mm-hmm. just screenshot the receipt and you could download download it onto QuickBooks. But does um, that automatically add another expense? So like if it's because it doesn't because I thought it looked like it did. So I stopped doing it. So I'm like, I thought I was double. It no, looked like no, I was no. double. Okay. It would, um, it would match it. Okay, so, so it, it knows. Spent, yeah. So if you spent like $13 and 81 cents um, on January 23rd, right? on Amazon, you upload the receipt, it's going to match the return. So it's going to match the receipt with the transaction. And then all you would have to do is just double check that that's that those two go together and then just match it. Okay. Okay. Cause it looked really scary. I'm like, Oh my gosh, double, double doing my expenses. That looks okay. Yeah. And then that goes back to, right. If you're doing it correctly, because I know that QuickBooks can be a little more complex, right. If you're doing it properly, then it shouldn't, it should not, um, double the transaction. And if you don't use QuickBooks and you don't know what I'm talking you about, you can connect QuickBooks. Yeah, you can connect your bank account to mm-hmm. QuickBooks, and so it automatically, you know, your business bank account, not your per- well, you could, but that's that's messy. Yes, business. Um, bank <laughs> it, it it tracks your expenses and your income, so it kind of like automat. You can make it like automatically categorize it kind of, but then you have to also go through and review it. Um, yes. but so it it's really nice just because you don't have to input it, and that's what I was talking about, like my it sees my bank account had an expense and then I also send the receipt if that makes sense hopefully that makes sense I don't know yeah so with QuickBooks you're able to connect your bank account like Brittany said and then it just brings up the transactions that you automatically do on onto QuickBooks um, when using your business bank account and then so whenever you just log into QuickBooks um, you'll see all of your transactions that you did and then if you attach the receipt to the transaction then you have your receipt saved there um, now, if you don't use QuickBooks, um, if you don't use a bookkeeping software, I would say to create like Google, Google Drive is another good one too, that you could create like a Google Drive, uh, like a folder, and then just upload all of your tax receipts that way, just so at least you could have it either um, online, it's cloud-based, um, or there's different apps where you're able to um, upload your receipts, just because I know that um, saving your receipts, right. Could, could be, yeah, <laughs> it could be like, there, there they are. Yeah. Brittany's like showing me all her receipts. <laughs> it's so, one out of the folder that's next to my desk. I, I, like I said, this is not my, I have them just shoved in a little folder. It's... Yeah, no. So you could, <laughs> you could shove them all in a folder, right? Like in an accordion <laughs> file, but, um, I'm, I'm not against that, but I'm just like, you know, it's 2023. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, you know, store them. <laughs> get, get with the times, Brittany, is what you're, <laughs> you're saying. Let's store them on the cloud just because the receipts do tend to fade though you know yeah, and you can take a picture of it and send it yeah. to quick like I'm, I'm just like i'm real real pushing the quickbooks here today yeah. so they should they should give me a, a, a link so i can get affiliate payment yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you can take a picture of your paper receipt and send it to quickbooks it's really cool and then you don't have and i mean easy. i need to do that i Mm-hmm. but they're just here right now Yeah, because you do have to save your receipts for a minimum of three years, guys, oh. minimum of three years. I thought so, it was seven. So that feels better. Yeah. No, yes. Three years. So, um, and they, like I mentioned, they do tend to fade over time. I've, you know, I've worked with a lot of clients that, 
I was doing their bookkeeping cleanup and they handed me like a whole box of receipts and just a couple years. Well, no, it's not. And then just like (laughs) a couple year old receipts, they were faded. And I'm just like, unfortunately, I can't see anything on this receipt. So whatever you purchased here, we can't write off, right? Or we can't, if you don't remember, because she didn't remember what it was, obviously, it was a few years ago, right? So it's like, we, we can't make it. We can't make up numbers here. But yeah, yeah, so uh, okay. Yeah, (laughs) no. But yeah, so um, definitely right. Try um, to store them electronically, whether it's like on a Google Drive, look at different apps. There's so many good apps out there for filing your receipts just to kind of store them there um, or QuickBooks. I yeah. meant, like I mentioned earlier, QuickBooks is my favorite. So, well, that's good to know straight from your mouth. And <laughs> um, so can you, what are ways that people could work with you? How can you help them? Because you, you said you have different tiers of, you know, wanting to work with the basic. Yes. Yes. So you could definitely book um, a free consultation with me. And it usually takes about 15 minutes, right? For this consultation, we get to learn about each other. So um, I get to know exactly where you are within your business and then just recommend um, what I think it is, right? That, that you may need. So then I go into my different tiers. So I have a startup tier for my startup businesses and then medium-sized businesses and then my larger businesses. So like a one photographer show, would that be like a more of like a startup or medium? Like it just depends. No, so it just kind of depends because um, also for me to get to know where you are within your business, because some businesses, if they're starting up, they only have about, you know, 20, 30, 40 transactions a month, which isn't really much. So I'm Mm -hmm. not going to charge them someone that has over 200 transactions or 100 transactions um, a month. So it just varies on where you are with your business and what, you know, how many transactions you do. Do you mind if I share how we worked together last year or is that like a not on the thing? I feel like you kind of made it up for me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You might not have. So, well, ideally we were going to meet four times a year, like every three months, but something happened towards the end of the year. And I went eight months without seeing you. (laughs) Um, so that was fun. But, um, so we met for 30 minutes, ideally every three months and we screen shared and you went through and looked at my transactions on QuickBooks and helped me categorize them. Um, and that was super helpful. I've taught, I'll tell you what, cause I don't know what categories these things go in. Um, so just that alone, like that was super basic and it was super affordable for anyone. Honestly, like mm-hmm. I, I don't care how many transactions you have. I, I highly suggest do, at yes. least doing that with you. Yeah. Um, so I have one-on-one consultations mm-hmm. and within these one-on-one consultations, we could talk anything finance. So whether you want to learn about business credit, um, you want to learn, um, we can't really do a full tax planning session in 30 minutes or even an hour because one tax planning you need to do it throughout the year. But, um, you know, if you want to learn about different tax strategies or just um, budgeting or even like what you use it for, Brittany, right? If you need help with categorizing your transactions, I do offer these one-on-one consultations. So I offer a 30-minute consultation and an hour consultation that you're able to book. Um, and then we could talk anything finance within that, you know, any any advice, guidance that you need at that time. Yeah. Awesome. Um, is there anything else that you want to share? How can people connect with you? What else do you want people to know? Yeah, so I'm here to help guys. So um, you could definitely book um, at 
using or going to my website. So you could go to budgetbefinancial.com um, and you could book there. You could, um, I also have um, an Excel that I created. So if you're not ready to look into a bookkeeping software or outsource your bookkeeping, I created this Excel that I sell on my website. Um, and you could go ahead and go in and type in your transactions. So the only thing with that is that it doesn't sync like QuickBooks, but mm -hmm. you go in and you plug in all of your transactions and then um, an income income statement will generate on the Excel. So it's really, really handy for those that aren't ready to outsource or do their own bookkeeping through a bookkeeping software. So that is on my website. Again, it's budgetbefinancial.com. And then you're able to book a consultation through the website, or you could visit me on my Instagram. My Instagram handle is at budgetbefinancial. Um, I do post a lot of um, updates and tax deadlines and things like that on my Instagram. So please go in and follow me to keep up with those um, updates. That's how I think we found each other through Instagram. Love yes. Instagram for the connection. And yes, you have been a gym to me ever since I met you. So <laughs> very you. appreciate you. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us today. Um, and I'll link everything that you mentioned about your website and your social media and things like that in the show notes. So if anyone is looking to work with you, I will link it in there and okay. reach out to Adriana if you have any questions. And she is so good to talk to. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Any questions, concerns, don't hesitate to reach out, but it was great. Thank you for having me. Thanks. As always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I would love to hear from you. Be sure to send me a message on Instagram at Brittany Renee underscore photo. And don't forget to join the new Facebook community, facebook.com slash capture the chaos community. See you there.